You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining me. And um, I want to talk to you on a subject that really, over a lifetime of serving the Lord, has become uh, clearer to me. And I think when you understand this principle about God, it will help you in your personal relationship with the Lord. And so when you go back, those of you that listen to my ministry, you know that so much of what I preached starts out of the first few chapters of the book of Genesis is because it's such a type and a shadow of everything that God does in the future and how he deals with you and I. And so, you know, when, when God made Adam, the Bible talks about that they would fellowship together in the cool of the day. And the scripture tells us that when Adam sinned and his eyes were opened, that he hid himself from God. And God had to go seek after him. He had to find Adam. And of course, you know, he said, Adam, where are you? So when you read this story, it wasn't in the beginning. God didn't hide himself from man. Man hid himself from God. And so when you now go into the scriptures, uh, you go to the New Testament, and there's a passage, a verse that talks about that there was a woman with a lost coin, and there was a um, lost sheep, and then the prodigal son. Uh, with the lost coin and the lost sheep, the Bible says that, and Christ is using an analogy here, it says that he went and sought after them. The woman sought diligently for the coin, and the shepherd went out and sought after the lost sheep. But when it came to the prodigal son, the father never went and looked for him. Now he stood at the edge of his property and he would watch because he knew that that boy was going to come home, but he never went after him. And the reason being is, is that the boy never left because he was lost. He left out of choice. And so God would go after the coin. He would go after the lost sheep because they got lost not out of rebellion or choice, just through the process and circumstances of life. But with the son, he chose to leave, so God didn't go get him. He waited for the boy to come back, and when he saw him coming back, he met him and embraced him. So I want to talk to you today about seeking after God. And I want to read just a few verses out of the book of Acts this is chapter 17, and starting with verse 24. God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is the Lord of heaven and earth, and he dwells not in temples made with hands. He dwells in us. Neither is worship with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath in all things. And he hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and he has determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation this is our key verse that they should seek the lord if haply they might feel after him and find him 
though he be not far from every one of us. Um, the Bible here is just simply talking about that you have to seek after God. And um, as believers, you know, um, many, many times, you know, we've desired to, to be in the presence of the Lord. And a lot of people, I've heard people make the statement, well, you know, if God wants me, he knows where I'm at. He does know where we're at. But God wants us to be with him. And, um, and I have I found this, that the Lord is just not, he just doesn't make himself readily available. He, he makes himself available to people, to believers who are really seeking after him. Now, to the unbeliever, God won't hide himself. The Bible says that the Lord um, seeks to save that which is lost. So that means that if we're lost, that God will begin to go out and he will search for you until he finds you. That means that there's going to be places that he looks that you're not there. But he doesn't allow that to stop him from continuing to look. He continues to look until he finds you because that's the heart of the Father because you're lost. But when we become saved, things change with God. And he's not as easily available uh, this is why um, in Matthew chapter 7 it says, uh, Ask it shall be given, knock it shall be opened unto you, and seek, and you shall find. Uh, I can't tell you how many times over the years, and it's still true today, you know, that, that I will go into prayer or be hungry for God. And when I first begin to, to seek the Lord, I'm really not finding him. And a lot of Christians allow that moment to stop them from looking anymore. And now God knows you're looking for him. But he sometimes will test you, how, how bad do you want me? And he'll make you look. See, God isn't always in the same place. Uh, you know, a lot of people make the mistake in thinking that wherever I found God last is where he's going to be when I look for him in the next. No. The Bible talks about the spirit moves. It's constantly on the move. And so uh, God's not predictable. And so the Lord will, he will in our lives make us seek after him. And there can be some frustration in, you know, well, I thought God would be there and he wasn't. You have to keep looking until you find him. Um, David talks a lot about this. He says, God hid his face from me, or God, don't hide your face from me. God sometimes will hide himself. Um, you say, well, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like that's scriptural, but um, the Bible in Psalms 18 and 11, it talks about this. It says that God makes darkness his secret place that sometimes you think, man, it's just, I can't see God. Well, that's because he makes darkness his secret place. But when you keep looking for the Lord, what does he do? He emerges from the shadows. 
Psalms 91 talks about this. It says, um, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. God hides himself because he doesn't want everybody to find him. He only wants those to find him that are, are really hungry for his presence. And so both of these scriptures talk about that where God is is a secret place that not everybody knows where he is. And so, uh, and, I, and, I won't, and I won't say this happens to everybody. Many of you that are listening to me today might say, Pastor, I've had that season. I remember years ago, I went for a solid year where I could not feel God. I still preached. Uh, I still prayed every day. But it was like I could not feel God. And so what I did was I did it by faith. Does it mean that God wasn't there? No. But sometimes God will hide himself for a season because we become too familiar with him. He's too readily accessible. We begin to, t we take him for granted. If every time that you sought after God immediately is there and you can hear the sound of angels singing and the heavens are open, you would not value what you have. The reason people take things for granted is they, they cease to appreciate the value of what they have. You can't take God's presence for granted. Um, in the book of Hebrews, I love this verse. It says, God is the spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And later on it talks about, it says, and that he is a rewarder of those who, what? Seek him. You're going to find, and many of you know this, that you have to seek for God. You have to look for him. That uh, a lot of times when I enter into prayer, you know, the first 10 minutes, you know what I'm doing? I'm feeling after him. That's what that verse talks about, that, that you have to seek the Lord that you might find him, happy you might feel after him. You know, when a lot of times when you go into a dark room that, you've not, that you're not familiar with, but you know there's something in that room that you need, you go into that room, and you know, most times in a home, light switches are universally placed by the door, you know, generally when you open the door, it's on the right-hand side about halfway up, and you can just, but, you know, you'll start feeling. But, you know, there's times when I've went into a room or in a restroom in a, a restaurant, and you put your hand there because it's dark, you're looking for the switch, but you can't find it. Why? Because they've put it in a different spot. So what do you do? You don't walk back out and say, well, I can't go in there because it's dark. No, you keep feeling around until you find that switch. And when you find that switch, you flip it and instantly there's light that comes on. This is what God will do with you. Sometimes it might be a week, it might be two weeks, it might be a month. What is God doing? He wants to know how bad do you want to see the light? How bad do you want my presence? And so this is what the writer's talking about, that we have to feel after God. One scripture says this, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And, you know, if you don't seek something that immediately you already see, you seek after something that, that you want or you believe that it's there, 
but you're not quite sure where it's at. So you begin to seek and you begin to find. Um, I was reading the other day in, in one of the Gospels, and it's, it was given the narrative of Nicodemus who went into Pilate and got the body of Jesus. And it said he did not agree with what had been done because he was looking for the kingdom of God. And I thought, you know, it's ironic that he's looking for the kingdom of God, and yet he went and sought Jesus, even though he was dead. He still believed that there was something that was yet to come. And sometimes uh, God will place himself in the most unique places. And you think, I never expected to find God here. And all of a sudden, you realize, oh my goodness, I have just walked into the presence of the Lord. Um, seeking after God, it's, it's something that, that all of us have to do. The, the longer I serve the Lord, the more I find that I have to be very intentional about seeking God. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a podcast here in the next couple of weeks probably on, on distraction. But when you are seeking the Lord, you can't be distracted because it will get you away from your purpose. I think that maybe what's wrong with the church is we have lost our reverence for the presence of the Lord. I mean, we've become churches, you know, that we sit in with tank tops and cutoffs and, and soft drinks in the sanctuary, and we get in just as church starts, and we got our cell phones out, and then we want the glory of God to settle in. And you know what? We, and we leave and go, we didn't feel God did it. You know why? God hid himself. He dwells in the secret place. And God will not come looking for the righteous when the righteous aren't hungry for his presence. You know, he, he said this about Israel. He said, I'm going to hide myself in Israel. And he said, I will reveal myself unto a, na unto a nation that did not seek me. And, of course, he was speaking in an unsaved, the Gentiles. But he said, Israel doesn't value me, so I will reveal myself that, that they've never even sought after me. You know what God wants? He wants you to pursue him. You know, maybe this isn't a good word, but he wants you to court him. Uh, you got to be willing to be inconvenienced, to be in the presence of the Lord. There has to be this, this pursuit um, of the Lord in... Um, in Acts chapter 17, it talks about seeking the Lord. And um, I think it's in, in James, the fourth chapter, verse 8, it says this. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. It doesn't say God will draw nigh to you, and then you will draw nigh to God. He said no. He said you have to initiate it. See, the Lord lives to be with you. He's always available, but he's a gentleman. You know, that's why the scripture says, uh, knock and it shall be open unto you. The Lord um, 
wants, he's just not going to open the door. In other words, the door to God's house isn't open. It's shut. And he said, the only way you get it open is you have to be intentional. You have to come knock on the door. The knock says, hey, I know you're in there and I need to talk to you. And the Lord says, knock. And what? If I'm home, I might open. No, he said, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Seek and ye shall find. The Lord said this. He said, if I be lifted up. I will draw all men unto me. There has to be a lifting up of Christ. And so uh, don't be frustrated when you go through seasons where you feel like, I can't find God. Because God's just, he makes himself hid. He, you know, uh, if God dwells in the secret place, and Psalms talks about this, that we will dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. When, see, the devil doesn't even know where God dwells. And so when you can find the secret place of God, one of the things it does is when the Lord lets you in there, the devil can't find you because you are not being hid from the enemy. And I would rather dwell in that secret place. Uh, it's a valuable place. It's a place that's precious to God. And it's not available to everyone. It's only available to those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. So as I end today, I want to, I want to tell you this. Don't let the seasons that you're not feeling the Lord discourage you. It's just that God's wanting you to seek harder. He will let you find him. And Sometimes he tests us. How bad do you want to be with me? And, you know, when, when Adam fell, uh, he hid himself from God. And there are seasons where God will hide himself from us if we're not hungry for his presence. And so if you don't give up, but you keep feeling after the Lord, if you're in a dark place, keep looking for the switch. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And go back to prayer, and you just begin to feel, because eventually you're going to find him. And when you find him, God will turn on the light, and then you find that you're in a place with the Lord that the enemy cannot find. You stay strong in the Lord. You stay encouraged. God will not forsake you. And if you seek him, you will find him. God bless you. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.